0: Welcome to the Mustang Message, the official podcast of the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District. Welcome to the Mustang Message, the official podcast of the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District. A special week in all of our buildings as we celebrate National School Counseling Week. And our featured guests for this episode are two of our incredible school counselors, Jordan Popp from South Prairie Elementary and Ben Twig from Dallas Center Grimes High School. First of all, both of you, thank you for being here and happy National School Counseling Week to both of you. Let's set up a conversation today. I'd love to know more about your specific jobs and what that looks like in your respective buildings.
1: Yeah well at the high school we, uh, we have three counselors and uh, so we divide the alphabet uh, as evenly as we can so uh, I'm responsible for those with the last name A through G and so we just serve as uh, just a multi-purpose counselor for for those students whether that's academic counseling, um, social emotional needs that they have, career-based counseling. Um, we also uh, spearhead um, some different topics that in our building too so for example I act as the DMAC liaison, so for students taking DMAC classes, I'm one of the main communicators when it comes to that. So it's been it's been really good just to divide things up that way and um, get a good chance to know our students in that capacity.
0: And how about at South Prairie?
2: Well, at the elementary school, we work um, with students in whole group setting, and in small group, and individually. Um, i teach guidance lessons on social emotional learning which is basically how to have good people skills for the future um, and then we're able to small pull small groups and meet with kids um, on social topics or emotion regulation um, and then we can meet with um, individual students as well for individual counseling and. Um, about various different topics and a lot of the times that we get res- more responsive counseling situations where um, if they're having different conflicts with peers and kind of working out those conflicts and talking about um, just how to be kind and considerate people for their future.
0: The most important responsibility of a school counselor is what?
1: I think it's just developing relationships, and that's something I think we, we preach a lot. We work with students, like Jordan said. They're, they're building those schools that, at that age. We do the same thing with, with our students, too, and just getting a chance to connect with, um, with the students that we work with, uh, whether it's those we see more frequently, even those that we, that we only interact with occasionally, uh, just to develop those relationships, get to know who those students are, and, and just find ways that we can um, give them the tools to um, have a successful future.
0: At the high school it's one third or kind of go you and then you've got a whole building at at South Prairie so how I mean there are relationships that are built that are powerful how do you go about that in your respective roles and respective age groups that you work with developing um, the, the the right way to say this is kind of like you get to know a kid in ways that probably a teacher doesn't so how do you go about doing that?
2: Well, um, as an elementary counselor, like you said, we have the whole school. We are able to see every student through those guidance lessons, which are incredibly important to us, um, and so we're able to kind of put a name to a face in there. Um, empathetic listening is by far the most important relationship strategy that I believe um Fosters relationships, and so just showing that I care about kids when they come and tell me about their weekend or if they tell me about something going on, showing even if it's in passing in the hallway being able to show them that um, I do care about their lives in and out of school. And then when we're in sessions, um, obviously I ask a lot of follow-up questions and use that empathetic listening to kind of really facilitate those relationships. But even as a classroom teacher, relationships are the most important part. That's the foundation of the role. Um, And so I, I definitely value relationships with the students and with their families and just try to show that I care in as many ways as I can.
0: Do you feel like, I mean, the, the crucial conversations, I mean, always happen, but it almost is, is as important to be able to set that up with your work prior to that. So how important is, is that uh, setup work is a, is a terrible way to say it, but that part of it to be able to know, hey, when there is something that needs to happen, I'm, you know, this isn't the first time that I'm speaking to this, this student
1: right and, and I think that goes back to not only the relationships skills that we're trying to instill in them but but the trust factor too and I think that when when kids understand and know that they can they can trust us with whatever they're going to come in with um, whether that is responsive or maybe we need to reach out to, to them to just ask them questions we hear about certain things and And just to know that they can trust us with that conversation and and we're pretty upfront that hey here's you can say whatever you want to us that's the kind of trust that we can instill there are a couple examples where we may have to talk to some other adults that that may need to know some crucial things too but but once i think students understand that they can trust us with what's going on in their world they're going to talk to their friends and say you know you can go to your counselor they can they can you can
0: share what you want with them and they can truly help so Let's dig into those kind of the crucial and difficult conversations because that they're really, really important. How do you approach that dialogue uh, with students and then also probably potentially the families that, that come with it, um, knowing that, you know, you could be meeting a kid and their family at the, the worst time? How how does that conversation kind of flow to you?
2: Yeah, well, like I said, empathetic listening is is incredibly important. And I think it's so important not only to show that you're listening and that you care for that person, but also validate their experience. And even when we're having difficult conversations with families and just showing that we're all human and we all care about this student and their child and we're all on the same team and trying to find ways that Um, we can kind of bridge the gap there um, because we're all, like I said, on the same team and we all want the same thing and finding commonalities of, okay, we're both saying this, this is something we can agree on um, in this situation. And with students... Trust is such a big factor, and one way to be able to kind of establish that trust is just being a consistent person, consistently there and showing that you consistently care about them, no matter what they're going through. And so whenever I speak with families on the phone or with with their children, I just make sure that I'm always showing that empathizing with their experience and validating their experience first and foremost, before we even go into what are we going to do about it? What solution can we find? Where can we meet in the middle here? Um, Just because we're all human and we're all going through things. And yeah.
0: How does that look at the high school?
1: I'm I'm glad Jordan said that too, because I think it's just really cool that you're mentioning the team approach that how important that is, because that's what we do too. And just to see that that's, that's a consistent message that's happening at any age that they're uh, when students have difficult things going on in their world and and whatever that looks like too we we can take a team-based approach that they have caring people in their lives that uh, we can get them connected with resources as a part of that team there's people in our building who might be able to assist as well and just to know that that it's not something they have to go at alone that they've got supportive adults besides even just a counselor in the building could really be a a beneficial thing Um, we're blessed to have our EFR services that that can help with a lot of our mental health issues that that occur um, that's one of the just one one cog of the, the team approach that many students can benefit from uh, with those services so uh, I, I just I agree I think it's it's a definite emphasizing that that they're not alone and we're not alone in how we can help them
0: I want this next question to kind of go in, in two ways because on one hand it was on Monday we posted a National School Counseling Week um, posts on, on facebook and it was so fun to see the teachers at all of the buildings comment and like and share their love for you and your and your role at their building so one like how does the counselor role fit into the overall building atmosphere and then two how does you how do you build a relationship with teachers knowing that you're both working in the same building but you're the, the job description of your interaction with students looks a little bit different. So just maybe divide that one in two, if we could.
2: Um, I, I, I think it's so important to support teachers just as much as we invest into the students investing in that teacher relationship. Um, uh, the most impact that I'm going to have is when I'm able to advocate for a kid's need and how a teacher can help support kids in their success in their classroom because that's what we both want is we want them to be successful in the classroom. And so I partner with a lot of teachers about individual-based needs or maybe their whole classroom, I, I'm able to kind of problem-solve with them. What are you seeing as a big need in academic, social, or emotional behavior, and how can I support you in that? Um, And then as a whole building, we look at data, we look at ways that we can provide interventions for students using that data, and then bridging the gap with professional development, too, is what is our whole school, what would um, increase our success as a whole school. So for example, last year at South Prairie, we noticed that one of our highest needs was in more of that emotional realm of behavior, and so then we were able to implement second step lessons in all of our classrooms and we added zones of regulation into guidance and then into the classroom we were able to kind of do more of a collaborative um, teaching between the classroom instruction and the guidance instruction Um, and we were able to add regulation stations to all the classrooms at South Prairie and so students have a place where they can go to to, um, identify how they're feeling choose a calming strategy and a solution strategy and that has been we have data that shows that that has been really successful and we, it's made a huge impact in just one year and now we're on to our next goal which okay. this year is more of that social learning and so we've added a lot of bullying prevention lessons in both the classrooms and the guidance classrooms so it's definitely a team approach to how are we going to best teach these kids to be successful in their peer relationships and their Relationships in the future so that they can be great communicators in their future careers.
0: How, and how are you building relationships with teachers at the high school knowing, I mean, yours is like, let's get these kids to graduation run across the stage and be so proud of them. Right,
1: yeah. So, you know, that also goes back to the, the team aspect as well. We, we work together as a team with, uh, with teachers um, in, in our four-by-four four block setting teachers are on the front line they get to know kids for 85 minutes a day so those relationships they, they get to, to build with kids uh, is first and foremost and when they see something's something's off with a student they get a chance to connect them with us and so we we get uh, we get to to work with those kids in that way so building the relationships with with our staff is just as important so they know they can they can refer uh, those situations on we also are are developing our SEL lessons too with a, with a group of teachers to uh, help create lessons for, um, for a variety of different topics so that teachers can implement those a couple times a month too. So there's, there's that, the trust factor that comes back to that too. And trust is a big part of, of what, how we interact with each other too. It's, we have a great staff that knows that if we approach them to say, look, I, need, I can't tell you what's going on with this student but here's what we need to do together they're all about it and they they trust us in that manner that that we're doing what's best for that student even though it may not be what all other kids are doing
0: i put a time period on this next question but if it if it's just more how it's changed in your role recently that's fine too but how has the role of a school counselor changed in the last decade i think back to this conversation i'm, I'm thinking back to when i was in school and, and i can see a difference and i'm not in it every day like you are so just the biggest changes that you've seen on, on how your role um, takes shape in, in buildings
1: well jordan i'll start because i'm the old guy here <laughs> i know when i was in high school it was way different too my um, our, our school counselor was essentially a career person you there really was no uh social emotional mental health supports done by by a school counselor it was hey we're uh, what do you want to do for a career, and what college do you want to go to, or what are your plans? I mean, that was basically it. I had maybe one interaction my entire high school career, uh, and, and I'm thankful that's that's changed because it truly is all-encompassing about about the child and the well-being of the, the, the students that are in our building. Uh, I'm just thankful, I guess, for, for me personally in, in my five years here. Uh, I've gone from a one-person team to a three-person team, and just that kind of support I think we're, we're seeing – uh, huge benefits on how we can support our kids just, uh, for that in our own district.
2: Yeah. And I can kind of, um, see where you're coming from. That's exactly my experience in school too, is it was more of that scheduling piece the counselor was part of and how to get you into college or a uh, career. Um, and what I've reflected on and I learned every single day on my position is, um, how I wish I would have had some of this social-emotional learning and the people skills and the communication skills learning that we're teaching these kids when I was younger because we are seeing such an increase in mental health needs as a society lately, and our kids are not exempt from that, and they're feeling... Um, a lot of that weight as well in this world. And I know for myself, if I would have had some of those coping strategies when I was in middle school, or even understanding how I can support a friend who's going through something that's really challenging on their mental health, or even the conflict resolution skills. I mean, every day when I'm researching for some of the different small groups or the lessons that I'm teaching, I sometimes learn (laughs) things that I'm like, wow, I should have used that in my personal life just the other day, you know? And so I just think it's amazing to see these kids talking about their self-talk. I mean, we have first graders that are able to identify negative versus positive self-talk and how that impacts their success in school and in life and their confidence. And it's just, it's a really beautiful thing.
0: There are a lot of really awesome things that happen uh, because of and with school counselors. So, I mean, I just think of the email you sent me with the DMAC list, the president's list and the dean's list, and it was, I mean, it was, long 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 list
1: of very extensive list it's it was awesome to see
0: a huge a huge accomplishment so what's the best what's the best part so far this school year um in your experiences
1: i i think for me uh this year it's been really it's been great having a better emphasis on collaborating as a counseling team kindergarten through 12th grade in in the different buildings we've we've kind of stepped up and been able to uh to work a little bit more this year than I think we have in the past. And it's just good to learn more about what's going on in other buildings, uh, how, what the, the interactions that, that those um, counselors are having with those students and how that's gonna help prepare us as high school counselors too. And then likewise, how we can collaborate with them and work with them on the students that, that, uh, that they're working with and, and just hearing some of the needs that are occurring in some of the other buildings and how we can try to collaborate in that way.
2: Yeah, I think one of the biggest successes so far that I've been able to celebrate this year um, is last year was my first year at South Prairie and we made a lot of systems changes in the student services department and um, in order to better match students to different interventions um, and to really analyze the data that we do collect and make positive changes And um, there's been a lot of different teams that we've been able to kind of look at and reorganize so that we're better communicating with families and doing more monthly progress reports and things like that. And we've seen such, if you look at our percentages over time that we're collecting, we're seeing such amazing success that wasn't happening before and so then i have to really reflect on how how important this job is and how every little thing turns into a big thing when it comes to student success Um, one small thing from this week that because i always you always have to think about the little things that you might get discouraged on the day in and day out of am i making a difference and today i had a, a somebody come in and bring me a note and it was her top 30 coping strategies that she likes to use and i was like wow i don't think i could name 30 and you know it's just it's little things like that that just make it worth showing up every day yeah
0: love it love it so much okay final question what's the best part about being a counselor at dcg
1: well i think for me the best part is is just the the victories that students experience so i to see a student walk across the stage at graduation when there was maybe a time in their life when you worked with them that that wasn't always going to be a thing. Uh, to see them develop relationship skills that they truly struggled with early on and then you see they, they just have figured it out and they get it. Um, the, the academic success of getting a C- in a class when you know that that was something that, again, that maybe wasn't as feasible uh, at one point. And, and to see them just show the excitement that they have, knowing that that was a big deal. I guess just the wins that kids have and knowing that maybe we play a small part in that uh, is definitely the most rewarding part.
2: I completely agree, and seeing something that you've been working on with a student for so long, and then seeing them apply it and, ha- and be so reflective on different things is just, it's a beautiful thing. I care a lot about this community. It's where my entire teaching career and now counseling career has been, and I just, I, I care so much about DCG, and it's the people for me that That bring me here every day. I love the students that I work with. I love the teachers that I work with and I love all of their families and any chance I get to talk with them. And so it's the relationships that are the most important thing for me at DCG.
0: Well, Ben and Jordan, we both appreciate you uh, so much. Thanks for taking time on for this conversation and in a larger sense, all that you do for our district. So thank you. Happy National School Counseling Week to both of you. Thank you for checking out The Mustang Message, the official podcast of the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District. Another special shout out to our amazing school counselors at DCG. We appreciate you very much. We'll be back for another episode in just a few weeks. Thanks for listening to The Mustang Message, a podcast powered by the Dallas Center Grimes Community School District.